Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Jumping on with us right now, courtesy of our BetQL guest hotline from Vegas is our friend from Pro Football Focus, Sam Monson. He always does such a great job. One of the true early guys at PFF. Um, and he... Is with us now, so I, I do want to talk Super Bowl with you, and maybe even um, some Hall of Fame uh, questions, and, and get your thoughts on on the guys that got in, and then the early list for next year. But tell me, Sam, since I haven't had you on in a while, what's your reaction to a Adam Peters becoming the new the new general manager here in DC? B Dan Quinn being the head coach. Yeah, I think Adam Peters is a good hire. I think there's a couple of organizations in the NFL that are very well run, and taking staff from those organizations is probably a smart strategy um, almost always. You know, obviously, there's gonna, it's not going to be one-to-one. There's not going to be uh, every single person from those organizations going to be a superstar. But I think, broadly speaking, grabbing people from well-run organizations is always a pretty good hiring strategy, particularly when it comes to the front office. Um, Dan Quinn is a little more interesting. Clearly, he wasn't their first choice, maybe not even their second choice, um, but it doesn't necessarily mean he's a bad hire. And 
you know, he had some success his first time around as a head coach. He, he perhaps the most important thing he was able to do, though, with that uh, Falcons team was hire well. If you look at his coaching staff under him in Atlanta, it had a ton of really big name, really good um, NFL coaches. And, okay, a lot of that was because it was sort of the Kyle Shanahan coaching tree, right? You brought in Kyle Shanahan as, as coordinator, and you had all the guys that were in that Shanahan coaching right. tree under him, under Dan Quinn at the same time. But if he's able to repeat that trick, if he's able to hire well and, and staff that team extremely well, he leads people. His players love playing for him. I, I don't think it's a bad hire. I, you know, it's, it's one that clearly we're going to need to see play out because of the way the first time around went for him. Um, but even though it's, it's a, maybe a third choice, I, I don't think it's necessarily a bad one. There's definitely a chance that he ends up being a, a big upgrade for them. Well, at least you didn't go totally hyperbolic and talk about him as a seventh or an eighth choice or, you know, a Jim Zorn type of hire because they couldn't hire anybody else. I, I would I would tell you that I don't think he was any worse than the second choice. He was very high on their list from the beginning. But right. that, you know, that story's gotten old here over the last couple of days. The first move he made staff-wise was to hire, which we knew when – they hired Dan Quinn, a defensive head coach, that the OC was going to be critical. What do you make of the hiring of Cliff Kingsbury? Yeah, this is where I start to get a little bit worried. <laughs> Cliff Kingsbury, um, he runs an interesting offense. Obviously, when he was hired as the head coach in Arizona, he was going to bring this true college air raid system to the NFL, and he very quickly abandoned that, at least yes, in he terms did. of the, the pure aspect of it. You know, the 10 personnel stuff. That lasted less than a month. Um, a lot of the elements of that offense were modified very heavily, very quickly. But he did still stick to some of the key tenets that he thought were um, important parts of that offense. And I don't think they were necessarily good ones. Um, he didn't move his receivers around at all. New Hopkins would basically line up at left wide receiver every single play because in Kingsbury's eyes, there's value to knowing where everybody's going to be every single snap. They don't have to think about it. They can just line up, go fast, and execute. Um, I don't think that works against NFL defenses. I think they're too good. I think they're too smart. You can't sort of steal an edge on them the way you can in college simply by being quick and lining up fast. They're, they're too good at that. You need to create matchup uh, mismatches in your favor. You need to move your best players around, get them favorable looks, get them free releases, all those kinds of things, and he doesn't. So it's going to be interesting to see what lessons he's learned now that he's had a t- chance to sort of go away regroup, you know, analyze things, and now brings the offense back as a full-time offensive mind, not a head coach who has to deal with 57 other things during the week as well. So it's not a hiring I'm in love with, but I think there's definitely a chance that he's improved um, from his previous shot at it. You did point out, and I've talked about this a little bit this week, is that, you know, after sort of figuring out the NFL to a certain degree – you know, he was not in 10 personnel, you know, one back, zero tight ends. A lot of the right. air raid, uh, uh, as you know, a lot of the air raid, you know, from from Mike Leach was essentially we're not really interested in any tight ends. But Zach Ertz had a really good season for him the year that he uh, that they won 11 games. They had two backs that year combined for 1,300 plus yards that year in Connor and Edmonds. It wasn't just all Kyler Murray running the football. So does that give you any level of confidence or um, optimism that he can adapt? 
Yeah, I think it does. Look, he's shown the ability to change. The fact that he was able to go to see very quickly that the pure version of that offense was not going to work in the NFL and he needed to make changes was encouraging. And he did change things year to year as well. It wasn't the same system every single season. He made slight adaptations um, every offseason. It's just that I don't think he changed some of the more fundamental things that maybe needed to change. But, you know, Washington has good personnel in terms of skill position players. I think he can definitely come in and create an offense that is, is pretty good. The question is, you know, can he create this great offense that, that you would want to see or that Kyle Shanahan was able to create, you know, when Dan Quinn had him in Atlanta. Sam Monson joining us from Pro Football Focus. Uh, you can follow Sam on Twitter uh, at PFF underscore Sam. Uh, Sam's great uh, as a radio guest. He's, you know, part of the entrepreneurial effort that really got Pro Football Focus launched and, you know, has become a significant part of the conversation today uh, with all teams and all NFL fans. So, um, quarterback, uh, let me just start with this. Give me your order. Uh, regardless of team, give me your order. Um, in terms of college quarterbacks. Uh, yeah, I mean, I think, I think Caleb Williams is the clear number one guy. I'm not ready yet to, to, to decide between Jaden Daniels, Drake May um, for the next two. I think those are probably the next two. Uh, um, I'm a little bit, the more I watch of Drake May, the more concerns I find. Um, and I think it's sort of, it's widening the gap between Caleb Williams and the second guy, whoever it is. I haven't seen enough yet of Jaden Daniels to figure out where he's, he slots in that pecking order. But I think that's the way it's sort of uh, panning out for me is that, that Williams is looking like the clear number one guy. And then it's a case of which one of these potentially flawed, potentially sort of uh, warts and all type prospects do you prefer with that number two spot? Give me a guess. Uh, obviously, demand will drive this, you know, but give me a guess as to what it would take if Chicago were interested in Washington to trade up one spot to select Caleb Williams? Yeah, it's a fascinating question. Um, I, I'm not sure. I, I think it depends how keen they are on making that move, Chicago, that is. Um, they have that decision, right, the, the Justin Fields decision, and whether they really believe in him as the, as the guy or whether they want to go in a different direction. And it, it's going to depend on their evaluation of Fields. It's going to depend on their evaluation of Caleb Williams. And then on their evaluation of the two guys that we just talked about, um, Drake May and, and Jaden Daniels. So, you know, it's it's going to be significant. You know, you're not going to – it's the, the most valuable pick in the draft. You're not going to move off that spot for uh, nothing or, or without getting a serious haul back in exchange. Um, but I think it all depends on what they view there of at least three different quarterbacks, including the one they already have in the building. Yeah, right. I mean, if they are interested, it also, you know, it, it'll matter. Is New England interested? Is Washington yeah. interested? Is, you know, is a, a New York Giant team at six interested? Who knows? Um, so you mentioned Drake May, and you've watched more of Drake May than you have Jaden Daniels. Why are you getting further away from thinking Drake May may be – you didn't say this, I'm just – I'm, I'm gathering that you don't think Drake May's a number two overall pick in a draft. Not necessarily that. I just think he's more, um, he's further away from being immediately ready to be very, very good in the NFL than I thought he was initially. The more you watch, the more you see some inconsistencies, some inaccuracies, um, some general flaws in his play. 
and he has all the tools, you know, the size, the arm, the accuracy. Sometimes um, he's way more athletic than I think some people give him credit for. He's got everything. It's just he doesn't show it all the time. And, you know, he had some games where he wasn't able to get it going against teams that he really should have been able to. You know, and if you can't do that in the college level, it's a big step up to expect you to do it at the NFL level. So I just think he's he's becoming viewed now in my eyes as more of a um, as more of a toolsy ball of clay type of prospect, which is fine because those guys work out. It's, it doesn't mean he can't be great. It's just you're not getting the finished article right away uh, the way I think some people bill him as. And you don't have a strong opinion one way or the other on Jaden Daniels at this point. No, not yet. I, mean, I think he's an intriguing prospect, um, but I haven't watched enough of him yet to figure out whether I prefer him over that potential and that upside of Drake May. All right, last one on this. I, I'm assuming – well, I shouldn't assume anything. You do, do, do you think Washington should be taking a quarterback at number two? Yeah, I think so. I don't, yeah. I don't think you can afford to go into the season without doing that. I don't think you can afford to wait until the second round most likely. I think you're in a prime position unless you get an absolutely crazy trade offer. I think you probably have to sit there too and, and draft the quarterback or do what you said and, and make that jump up to one and grab Caleb Williams. All right. We're talking to Sam Monson from PFF. Uh, in your mind right now, not based on winning, because I kind of I tend to describe Brady as the greatest winner of all time, and then we can talk about who as football fans we've watched over the years is the greatest we've ever seen. Are you ready to jump to Patrick Mahomes being the greatest you've ever watched? Um, it's very difficult because so Brady, Brady had greatness. It shows how difficult it is to sort of quantify what we're talking about with quarterback. Brady was great, but in a completely different way to Patrick Mahomes. Patrick sure. Mahomes does things that Tom Brady could never dream about doing on an NFL field, and yet it doesn't matter. They end up in the same place, which is ultimately they're going to make enough plays to beat you most of the time and in almost all the critical situations. So I think right now Patrick Mahomes is on a run of play, on a, on a stretch to start his career, where he's playing as well as anybody has ever played the game at that position. Um, and the only thing really separating him from Brady is longevity and how, how, how long he's going to do it for. You know, and that's another element of this is, is how much you value that because – there is value in it. You know, Tom, Tom Brady and Peyton Manning were equals for a large stretch of their career, and then Brady just kept going and kept going and kept going, and there was another, what, seven years or something in his career to what we got from Peyton Manning when his body just stopped functioning and he had to hang them up. So there's value to that. You know, that's, that's a feat that almost nobody is going to be able to do. Tom Brady pushed the boundaries in terms of longevity and lasting, and he has to get some kind of credit and respect for that, but Nobody's played the game at a better level than we're seeing from Mahomes over this last sort of five, six-year stretch. Who would be three for you? Um, it's, it's really tough. I, I think Peyton Manning's got a pretty good case to be the third best quarterback ever. I, I like that he got that second Super Bowl ring and sort of got validation in the eyes of a lot of people because he, he was so good. He deserved it. I mean, there's so many different ways where – you know, you dive into the data and you start seeing the, like, the optimal way of playing the game, you know, optimal curves and whether you should change how aggressive you are based off the score and, you know, the down and distance and all these kinds of things. And all these analytics guys that kind of draw these perfect curves and you see where certain quarterbacks stack in it. And you can find guys that are unusually conservative and they don't, don't adjust enough. 
Peyton Manning was the guy that just intuitively was always in the right place on that graph. Like his, his mind just understood the game better than anybody else has ever played. And I don't think he even knew that he was doing that. He just did it. And he was the sort of natural, perfect mathematical curve on all those kinds of things. All right. Uh, tell me what you think, what PFF thinks of Brock Purdy as a quarterback. Um, I think we believe there's nuance to the question. Um, you know, Brock Purdy is either the next Tom Brady, the next Joe Montana, or he's, he's a fraud. He's the guy propped up by Kyle Shanahan. And the truth is somewhere in the middle. You know, he's a good yeah. quarterback. And he's probably the best quarterback outside of Matt Ryan to ever play in that system. Um, there's a, there's a definitely a difference between him and Jimmy Garoppolo, even within the same offense. And um, I think why that is the case is Brock Purdy's biggest strength is the late-in-the-down improvisational stuff. And it's exactly the point where um, where Kyle Shanahan's offense runs out of answers. You know, he's incredibly good at dialing up somewhere to go with the football at all times. Number one, number two is going to be open. There will be open receivers everywhere. But right at the point, it runs out. And there's no receiver. There's no play to be made. Um, that's when Brock Purdy does his best work and finds somewhere to go with the ball. So I think the sum of those two together, in addition to all those great receiving options and, and all that, is better than each individual part on its own. If you could pick one coach for the next five years in the league, who would you pick? I mean, I think the two that are in the Super Bowl right now are probably a right. top two. Andy Reid, assuming he wants to hang around that long and he's not going to walk off into the sunset after one of these. And Kyle Shanahan. I mean, that guy, Shanahan, has shown an amazing ability to adapt and evolve his offense. It's not the same system as it was in Atlanta. It's, it's consistently evolved and developed. So as long as he's able to keep doing that and stay a step ahead of everybody else, that's the guy I want coaching. Who do you like Sunday and why? I think the Chiefs um, end up getting this done. I'm amazed that the line favors 49ers. <laughs> I'm amazed that it hasn't changed. I'm going back to Kansas City. I've been here at Radio Row all week. I haven't heard a single person say the 49ers are going to win this game. Now, mm. that in itself scares me. Because of course. <laughs> that level of consensus, it almost yeah. always comes back to bite you in the ass. But yeah. I, I can't see how the Chiefs are not favored based off what we've seen of playoff Patrick Mahomes. The man does not make mistakes in the postseason. Such a great point. Uh, he just doesn't make mistakes in these games. It's amazing. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I on some level, like if we take the quarterbacks out of it, like San Francisco's defense has caved here over the last two games, and Kansas City's has been incredibly dominant. It has, yeah. I mean, there are concerns, I think, with some of the games we've seen from the 49ers. Now, the flip side of that is um, they won two games that they don't have any track record of winning before. And I think right. that's important for them psychologically. You know, they now know that if they get in a hole, that if they go down 10 points, they can come back. They can do it. They've done it now. They have never done that before in these sort of critical games. So I think the last two games, in a funny way, are important for them psychologically because they did get the win. Um, you can gloss over or at least address the reasons that they went behind the first place without sort of damaging that. But the fact that it happened is a concern, and Kansas City is absolutely capable of taking advantage of that. Yeah, no doubt. All right, so you like Kansas City. You got a final score prediction. Have you been doing that on Radio Row? 
haven't been doing the score. I think it'll be high scoring, though. Um, I think both offenses will have some success as long as Brock Purdy doesn't melt down. And I don't think there's a reason he should. I think the 49ers uh, skill position players are too good to be shut down, even by a really good defense and a, and a really good coach and Steve Spagnuolo. So I think it'll be a high scoring game. Um, I think it'll go over the, the, the over under. Um, I haven't got an exact score in mind, but I, something around and above 30 for either team. I've been to Vegas many times, Super Bowl weekend, and it's been insane. Uh, I'm not out there this weekend when the Super Bowl's actually there. How insane has it been? Yeah, I mean, it was kind of quiet enough the first few days. Yesterday, Thursday, with NFL honors and that kind of thing, there was just an explosion of population in this place. Like, people everywhere. Um, And I assume it's only going to keep ramping up for the next couple of days as people actually come in for the game. But, yeah, it it is pretty crazy. I always appreciate you doing this. Thanks so much. Hope you're well. Anytime. Take it easy. Yep. Sam Monson, everybody. Uh, We'll save some of that Hall of Fame uh, discussion for a little bit later in the show or maybe even next week. Uh, Ben Standing next. Kevin Sheehan Show. The Team 980, theteam980.com. We are also free and live on the Odyssey app. And just want to mention that our big game coverage on the Team 980 is presented by Solo Stove. Feel the heat of the world's most popular smokeless fire pit, solostove.com. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.